Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There's a pan of trouble on the burner in the Middle East. How hard it will boil remains to be seen. Satellite imagery released by U.S. intelligence shows the country of Iran moving an aircraft carrier into the Strait of Hormuz as tensions heighten between that country and the U.S. Now, 20% of the world's oil passes through that strait, so any disruption of naval traffic could have a profound effect on the global economy. The aircraft carrier USS Nimitz just entered the Arabian Sea and will soon replace the Eisenhower on patrols in that area to keep the ship passage open. Oh, wait, but wait, 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 wait. That Iranian aircraft carrier looks just like the Nimitz. How is that possible? Analysts say the ship Iran just drug into the strait is fake. A wooden mock-up of a U.S. boat, which even has 16 fake airplanes on the main deck. It likely awaits the same fate as a similar model made in 2015, which was sunk by Iranian speedboats who shot machine guns and rockets at it. <laughs> That's an awful lot of work, Cliff. <laughs> I, I mean, is that not just incredible amount of work? <laughs> it's like they can't sink our boats, so they sink wooden models of our boats. <laughs> well, Cliff, yesterday, yeah, I was in Evansville and I stopped into a restaurant. Okay, and of course, I would say ninety-nine percent of all the folks in there were wearing face masks. Yeah, and I had mine on and. I didn't really know if I was going to like that because it's yeah. weird. You've never done that before in your life, you know? And True. Yeah. I found it quite empowering, actually, to be honest with you, to walk really? in there and sit down and place your order with the waitress and have your face yeah. mask on. Now, you can take it off after you get done speaking with her. Yeah. And the empowerment there, Cliff, because, well, nobody recognizes you and how much food you're actually ordering because <laughs> all they can see is your eyes. That's right. <laughs> it's, so it's less embarrassing. <laughs> right. Wear a face mask for less embarrassment, Cliff, when you eat out. It's my motto now. I, when this is over with, I may continue to wear a face mask in restaurants. Well, you know, and it's probably actually making you a more attractive man because two-thirds of your face is hidden. Well, Cliff, speaking yes. of the pandemic and all of that yeah. mess... Mm -hmm. Something else this year, 2020, has messed up for a lot of us. What's that? Sales of deodorant have plummeted throughout <laughs> the United States. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> you know what? What? Ice cream is up 30%. I, I, I know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm rewriting my news for 7 o'clock. <laughs> Why, is that what you were talking about? That's exactly what I was talking about. I'm sorry, Cliff. I had no idea. <laughs> Maybe if following the 7 o'clock news, I'll just say, we all stink. We, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, you know, because I don't know if it's really true or not. You hear all kinds yeah. of stuff. I have no idea, yeah. factually, if, you know, deodorant sales have plummeted. Yeah. I was going to do a little survey and ask our wonderful 11 listeners oh, okay. to, uh, you know, okay. lift, well, their, let's do that. lift their hand. If Let's they haven't bought any deodorant in the last three months. And then I thought, okay. well, do we really want to do that? Do we Cliff? want to lift their hands? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Don't raise your arms. No. We don't really want to know that 
badly. We, there was an international crisis averted in Southeast Asia over the weekend that you probably didn't hear a lot about. The country of South Korea and the U.S. have been close allies since the close of World War II, and with nearly 30,000 U.S. troops stationed there today, it remains a vital outpost ensuring the security of U.S. interests in the region. But in recent months, relations have become strained between us and them, and some of it had to do with the U.S. ambassador to South Korea, a man named Harry Harris, and his mustache. The straight but thick swatch of hair between his nose and mouth had periodically been a trademark during his storied career as a Navy admiral. But it reminded Korean officials of facial hair worn by a lot of Japanese during their tumultuous rule over the country from 1910 to 1945. And so he wasn't well liked at all. And the fact that his mother was of Japanese descent probably didn't help either. Harris, though, had it shaved off at a traditional Korean barbershop over the weekend. It's like your parents aren't even trying, Cliff, if you they name you Harry Harrison. I mean, it's like... Harry Harris. Yes, Harry Harris. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> earlier this morning, Cliff, Yeah. we were talking about how deodorant sales have plummeted in the last three to four months. <laughs> yes. And stole a story that you had lined up for the 7 o'clock news. That's okay. I'm recovering. That's no, not a problem. All right. And you sound better okay. today, as a matter of fact, well, Cliff. thank you very much. You sound like you're on the road to recovery. <laughs> but I was thinking yeah. about this, uh, well, deodorant yeah. problem. Perhaps I should get in my laboratory this weekend, Cliff, and come up yeah. with a really, really sour lemon-scented deodorant. <laughs> a lemon-scented deodorant. Really sour, though, so that sour. way your armpits would like yeah. pucker shut and they wouldn't be allowed to sweat. <laughs> you know, I would pucker your sweat glands up to where you wouldn't have to ever sweat again. What do you think? Could you get one that sour, you think? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> My guess would be no, because, you know, sweat glands do not have taste buds. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't pucker your glands shut. Is that what you're saying? No. Um, yeah, you you can't really do anything to my glands. Okay. All right. Yeah. That was a really nice text message, Cliff. Yeah. Because it signifies to me, at least one of our wonderful listeners, is paying attention to the take it to the banks. <laughs> yes. You know, where we said if you uh, want somebody to do something, you need to talk in their right ear. Yes. And we had a listener that texted in and wondered if that's been working for me any. It, well... How many days ago did we did we do that? That's been did we a, talk about that? That's been a Has few it been days? a week? I'd say so, Cliff. A week. I and he remembered that. He remembered <laughs> that. Wanted to know if it was doing any well, good. And my response I, to that, Cliff. Yeah. Have you met me? No. It hasn't done any good. <laughs> so maybe it's not so much about what ear you're whispering in as whose voice is doing the whisper. I think it's the voice, yes. I think that's true. <laughs> Well, Cliff, these days, I think it's yeah. pretty obvious all of us need all the good luck we can possibly get. I, myself, for years, have yes. carried a lucky charm in my front pocket. Oh, you have? Yes. Well, remember the okay. lady that brought in the poker chips that time? Yeah. Many, many years ago, I've, I've carried yeah. that poker chip in my pocket ever since then. I even do little chants now and again. To, <laughs> chant? You yeah, chant? I do a little speech, <laughs> I say to myself, Yes. And you, what what does your how does your chant go? I'm not going there. We're not gonna okay. it's not about this, Cliff. It's about <laughs> what happens 
when things okay. turn a little strange. You see, last week in Colorado, the Parks and Wildlife Department got a package. Yeah. And inside was a rock. And there was a note attached to the rock that said, Someone brought this home to me three years ago, and bad things have happened ever since. So he wanted to return the rock. The rock. To, yes. <laughs> And you know, Cliff, if they have somebody yeah. in that uh, preserve there that's giving them yeah. trouble, they will give them yeah. that complimentary <laughs> rock. Just take this rock. On their way out, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Highly anticipating getting out of here today at Country 98 One, more so than usual. You know what I mean? So, what, like, it, as soon as we get done talking, you're going to be like, kabam! And I'm going to hit the door. Yes, I am. Because yeah, okay. today mm-hmm. is National Burger Day. And I've got my taste buds set on burger. Did you not know that? I I didn't know. I didn't know that. Ah, well, it is all day long. Your taste buds set on burger. I've got it set on burger, and we're celebrating all day long. And I found out, Cliff, hard to believe, but Mm -hmm. the most popular burger in the United States is the Big Mac. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Least popular? Yeah. I'm just taking a shot at this. I didn't do yeah. any research. The Salmonella Slider at Mort's <laughs> Diner. I think. I'd say you're probably right. I yeah. think that's a tough one to uh, wrap yeah. your lips around there, Cliff. <laughs> well, if you wrap your lips around it, you'll be wrapping something else around it later. Yeah. Well, here's a pro tip for people thinking about committing the crime of breaking and entering. If you want to enter a home that's empty to rob it, make sure. Well, make darn sure no one's at home before going for it. Police in Jefferson County, Pennsylvania, say 30-year-old Jeremy Appleton and 36-year-old Andrea Roten merely thought the target home was empty, believing the people who lived there had gone to the airport. That, however, proved to be incorrect because, after rummaging through the kitchen and stealing an unknown amount of prescription drugs, the duo was surprised to find a female homeowner standing in the hallway watching proceedings. The cops had already been called, and while Appleton ran out the front door, police say the female homeowner tackled the female perpetrator briefly and was able to restrain her using a bra. Roten eventually escaped, but had been delayed long enough so that she was taken into custody just down the street. Police later said she tried to get away but was hooked. The victim in the case later told reporters in retrospect she should have used her bra to tie up the dude because she's never seen a man who could unhook one. But in any case, the police said the incident, while dangerous, was an uplifting story. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You had to go for the third one, didn't you? (laughs) You couldn't let it lay it, too. Entirely... (laughs) I entirely avoided any mention of Dolly Parton's bra in this story. Until now. (laughs) For some reason, Cliff, I don't know why. I guess because I had a little spot on my arm that started bleeding. I looked up the uh, world record for donating blood. I don't know why that on my arm would make me think of donating blood, but I thought of it. (laughs) Okay. And there's a man. He's had to retire, but for 62 years, this guy... Donated yeah. blood every week, over 1,100 do, times in his life. How do you do it every... I mean, I thought the Red Cross limited you to doing it every 56 days. I, I read it right off of the internet there. He did it for 62 years, and he finally had to okay. retire because of his age. 
And I got to thinking, to do that that many times, that's a lot of poking on you, for one thing. Agreed. You have to have some pretty good veins that'll put up with all that poking, I would assume. Yeah. I don't know that. <laughs> I'm not a doctor by no means. Well, I mean, and I can tell you that that, that is entirely accurate. Um, one of the things most people don't know about me is I have a pretty rare blood type. A B negative is only like 2% of the population. And so I've donated a couple of gallons in my day. And um, the nurse has said that it's there's scar tissue on my left arm from all the donations. And I should probably have them switched to my right arm. Although it's harder to get to on my right arm because it's deeper. You're a what kind of blood type? A B negative. I don't even know what type I am. <laughs> well, that's your fault, not anybody else's. I think sugar. <laughs> I, I think I'm a sugar type. <laughs> What's your blood type? Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> Hi, who's this? That's Carrie Wagner from Owensville. Well, Kerry hey, Carrie Wagner from Owensville. You used to drive a semi all over the United States, didn't you? I used to. I'm too lazy now. Well, you should know a lot of town <laughs> names then, shouldn't you? Maybe. All right. Well, we'll give you three, and you tell me, Carrie Wagner, how many of these are actually towns. Okay. Satan's Kingdom in Massachusetts, Dummer, New Hampshire, and Zap, North Dakota. One. Actually, all three of them, Carrie. Wow. I can't believe that. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, That's pretty wild. Sorry, Carrie, you didn't win, but thanks That's for That's all playing. right. I enjoyed it. All That's right. Pretty wild. Bye, all Carrie. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, I've uh, pretty well shot all my towns, Cliff. I don't know. <laughs> that worked out well, didn't it? We got some winners and some places I never knew existed, but now are on my bucket list to go see. I think the Zap North Carolina is the one I want to see. Here's Booger Morgan. Hollow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Booger Hollow. All right, Cliff, we've got a contestant. Okay. Let's get right to it. Here we go. All right. Hi, who's this? Jason Bowling from Evansville. All right, Jason, do you know what's going on here? Yeah. All right, okay. Jason, here's your three towns. Maybe they're in this country or maybe they're not. Number eight, Missouri. Dull, Ohio. And Brawhaha, Wisconsin. How many of those are real cities? I'm going to go with all three. <laughs> Jason, Jason. Brawhaha, Wisconsin was totally made up. It was only two out of the three. <laughs> I'm sorry you did not win, Jason. That's all right. All right. Well, thanks for playing. You have a good day and be safe out there. Okay, Jason? Yep. All righty. Bye-bye. Yes, Cliff. Brawhaha, Wisconsin. <laughs> Sounds like an 11-year-old would name that town that. <laughs> well, maybe. I think I want to move out in the country and found a new town. Brahaha, Indiana. <laughs> you would almost... And on the, go ahead. Do what? Go ahead. On the, uh, on the center of the town square, we're going to have a big statue of Dolly Parton. <laughs> well, of course we would, yes. <laughs> Did I mention... That yeah. town, Brawhaha, Wisconsin, would be named by an 11-year-old. <laughs> you did, actually. Okay, all right. All right. Point made. <laughs> Cliff, I read this story, and I thought, this is not a very good idea. I know okay. that I know that a lot of places are struggling to uh, get around this virus mess and to stay open yeah. and to make a profit and keep going. Yeah. But floating cinemas are on the way in some of the bigger <laughs> cities. I've seen pictures. I've never read any of the stories, but I've seen the pictures 
go through my social media feeds about, um, you know, putting a big screen up lakeside and then people floating in. That's that's exactly right. And I was going to yeah. say, in case you didn't know, but Cliff just told you that's what's happening. And they're going to start yeah. doing this around uh, some of the bigger cities like St. Louis and old Cincinnati, Ohio. They're going to do it there. And basically, yeah. it's each site has a, a projection screen floating out on the water and 12 to 24 mini boats holding up to about eight people apiece will be spread out with social distancing guidelines. Yeah. And you'll sit there and watch the movies mm-hmm. and they'll play two or three and yeah. all the boats are going to be manned by your friends and family. So you won't be shipmates with people you don't know. Right. It'll be with people that you do know. The mm-hmm. problem I see with this cliff and I'm just imagining in my head, not that I'd ever be on a boat to do this. I was just going to say it, it wouldn't work for you at all. No, now, would it? <laughs> but if I ever got on a boat to do this with yeah. some friends, yeah, if I could find seven or eight, that was, my, have to have friends. My problem is going to be, yeah, I'm sitting there comfortable with my diet Mountain Dew and a gigantic bucket of popcorn, yeah. and somebody on that boat's going to go. I've got to go to the restroom <laughs> and we have to crank up the boat and go back to shore Yeah, and wait. And I'm missing the movie while this is going on, well, not, not enjoying when, what's going on. Yeah. When, <laughs> when one per, when one person goes to the restroom, everyone has to go to the restroom. Everyone, but one, there's always that one that's like, I don't need to go. Yeah. And so when everybody gets done with their business, you get back on the boat, you go back yeah. out, find your place again. And within and 20 the, minutes, they got to go. They got to go. <laughs> it's time now for a take it to the bank double feature. Oh, yes. Take it to the wait, wait, You got two. Yes. It's a double it's a feature. Double feature. Yes. Is I that want, like that? Uh, is that like that floating drive-in thing? That's right. I want. I want someone you to, has to go pee well, in the middle of it. No, kind of no. just ruins it for everybody. No, no. I want you to think of this as a floating cinema. Okay. You're all setting in nice and snug. Got yeah. your drink and a giant bucket of popcorn. Okay. And then somebody has to go to the restroom. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, Cliff. On average, now I'm probably a little bit below this, but on average, everyone listening to this program will take about 216.3 million steps in their lifetime. It's amazing that your hips and knees can put up with that. No, I mean, that's a lot of pounding right there. That's a lot of pounding, and it's like walking around the earth five times. So that's pretty impressive, yes. And how good of an actor, Cliff, is Anthony Hopkins? Well, Martha Stewart, yeah. and I didn't know that until today, yeah. she used to date Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> she did. Yes, she did. I had, I had no idea. And she had to break up with him because she couldn't stop associating him with Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> That's pretty convincing then, wasn't That's it? That's a pretty good actor right that. <laughs> and that double feature you can take straight to the bank on your way to, to the restroom. Pee. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. What's your blood type? Sugar. (laughs) By the way, there's an interesting story about that that I'll have to tell you at another time. So remind me whenever you can get back. Blood type of sugar? 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Number two. Number two. Your armpits would pucker shut. <laughs> <laughs> that won't work, by the way. You can't do that. I know. I know. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. It's probably making you a more attractive man because two-thirds of your face are hidden. <laughs> hey, I've been waiting for this all my life, Cliff. This could be, right, yeah. this could be my sweet spot right here. Now, you've got a career as a male model because two-thirds of your face is hidden. Yes. Mask up. Mask up. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.